New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev Z right, right here. And this is Ministers Talking Shit for July 21st, 2023. Thank you so much for being with us. Now, if you're new to our program, this happens every Friday morning, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, where Rev Z and I get together and, well, we talk about whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> and that's usually how our conversation starts. All right, what do we want to talk about today? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's been, uh, it would appear that it's been kind of a slow news cycle this week. Uh, however, uh, there's plenty to talk about. And uh, we're going to jump into some sports real quick. One of the things that I like is uh, Magic Johnson is being promoted as the, the owner of the NFL team, the Washington Commanders. Now, he actually owns about 4% of the team. He's part of the ownership group. And normally, the lead owner or the primary owner is the, the guy that steps out in front and does all the all the talking and all the representing, but in this case, it seems like they're going to let Magic Johnson do it. Kind of cool. We have, uh, we officially, do we officially have a black owner yeah. in the NFL? Yeah, well, and that's smart, that's right? Smart, I mean, right? to I put mean, Magic, put magic. Well, actually, well, actually, that's the second, that's because, because uh, uh, Kamali, uh, 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 Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice, Rice is a part is owner part of the owner Broncos. Broncos. Mm, okay. And so, but and to so put we'll magic put out magic as the out voice and voice face and right face now, right I think right is now, magic. I see what you did there. <laughs> because he's a, he's a great speaker and he's loved. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's loved. People... People gravitate towards his persona and who he's always been, and I think it's going to be a good thing. Well, I I hope it's a good thing for football. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And speaking of football, speaking of football uh, the women uh, kick the off women their kick off soccer, soccer World soccer Cup, World Cup uh, uh, foray, foray, if you will, today. Today. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and um, they're looking yeah, for yeah, a hat trick three, three times in a row. Time so time that's going to be exciting. Yes. And who are they playing today? Today they play Vietnam. Vietnam. I, I love that uh, Americans, you know, we have what? A, a very uh, casual love of soccer. 
if you will. We ha have a very casual relationship with soccer. Uh, but then the women stepped forward and said, okay, well, we're just going to dominate the world in the world of so in the game of soccer, and let's see what you think then. And uh, I'm sure that as Americans, we'll jump on board and start waving the flag and rooting and hollering. And, and you know, one of, one of the things I heard yesterday, yesterday uh, uh, in terms of media marketing, marketing. The men's got $250 million for their package. The women got $1.5 million for their media package. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that double-headed monster that raises its head around all, all kinds of industries that I don't, I still don't understand why we pay women less. Uh, but the, the income inequity out there is, and this is that's just blatant the guys yes. can't put yes. their you know guys can barely tear their tie their cleats as it is <laughs> and they're tripping all over themselves haven't won anything and the women are winning year after year after you know again this could be three years in a row winning the world cup for for the women that's something i think we should be celebrating and i think that's something that needs to be rewarded yeah yeah and, 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 and we'll and see. We'll I'm, see. I'm, I'm, hoping I'm hoping they do it, do it. Yeah. Um, because it'll put pressure on the establishment to stop fooling around with all of this favoritism, and I'll leave it at that. Yep. You know, um, some, some folks watching may know, and I know uh, Reverend LZ is aware, I am in Fort Lauderdale, Florida this week. We just wrapped up the International New Thought Alliance's 108 Congress, and uh, what a wonderful experience it was. I tell you, we were here at Sunshine Cathedral uh, under the uh, leadership of uh, Reverend Dr. Darrell Watkins. Folks, uh, it's, uh, they build themselves as the largest queer church in North America, and I got to tell you, they not only put on a good show, not only a great bunch of people, but we were having some really great conversations about how new thought can be an influence in the world, uh, more yeah. of an influence yeah. in the population, in the general culture, in the consciousness of humanity. And, uh, and this seems like that's one of those kinds of places that mm -hmm. we teach that, every, that we're all one, we teach there is only one, and then we still allow for organizations to pay less, to treat women as inferior, to treat men as superior. Um, I think it might be a good year to put a little pressure on, on, the, on the U.S. World Cup governing body, whoever that might be. I guess I need to go do a little homework FIFA, on that one. That's FIFA. FIFA. Uh, might be time to put a little pressure on FIFA and say, hey, let's, uh, let's give more money to the winners. Let's give more money uh, to those that are bringing more people into the sport. And right now, it would appear that women's soccer is doing more for the game than men's soccer is. Yes, yes. And, and you, know, you know, quite frankly, I think, I think uh, uh, you know, in terms of the new thought thing there, we have to step forward and, 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 and be... 
that mouthpiece, that beacon, and that light that says, the more we keep things separate, the more we're going to have turmoil and, and, and uh, excess uh, pressure where we don't need it. That's, a, that's one of the themes we've been exploring here this week. And, you know, there's leaders from all the major New Thought organizations here. Um, and we've been exploring that exactly at that exact point, that the more we allow separation to to rear its head, as, a, as we, let's say, allow people to practice separation, uh, the heart of it really becomes to get everybody towards working towards the good that we want to see in the world. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we want to end homelessness, if we want to end gun violence, if we want to um, end addiction and, and substance abuse, then we have got to be willing to go beyond all that other stuff, get together as one and work towards unification. You work towards this experience of oneness it's i mean it's and, and and i'm thinking here about the, the news that just broke in florida about how they intend to teach uh black history and kind of and and make they made this statement that is so ridiculous that oh the blacks that were enslaved uh they learned kidding me Mm. Z, I'm going to ask you to repeat that because you froze up on my side. Okay, I no. Hear, I didn't hear. So there's a, there's a part of the, the teaching point, if you will, about black slaves is that they learned a valuable skill that they could use once they were free. <laughs> so, so slavery was just job training. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, as apprenticeship, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Didn't they call that in? I mean, you know, it, was it an apprenticeship or indentured servitude? Uh, yeah. How you know? How, how, <laughs> look, come on over here. Uh, we're just gonna. Well, now, all right. I don't care if you don't want to go. Get your ass on the boat. We're gonna go teach you how to be a farmer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're gonna teach you how to go pick cotton. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the headline about that I, on that one, but I hadn't had a chance to dig into what it was that they said. And, you know, that's the inch again. So that's part of it. Like, I'm deep in Florida right now. And not only does the weather give that away, um, but on my drive out here, um, going through the south, I saw several places that are still fought, fought, flying the rebel flag. Oh, oh yes. yes. And we're not just flying it, but proudly lit up and, and decorate and the whole nine yards. And it seems like that whole belief system is completely antithetical to those folks' desires even. Yeah, it, yeah. Like they, they want to live off the backs of the blacks, but they don't want to admit that there's any value there and now they want to say that we were doing you all a favor yeah Shit. yeah, yeah. And, and and so yeah. now in, in light of that right right or, or, or in conjunction, conjunction with, that, with that they have they this have uh, uh 
country singer, I forget his name, who has this new song, you know, Small Town or something. And they pulled Jason Aldean, yes, and they pulled his video because they they has undertones of racism and separation as they have defined it. And I'm sure that just happened yesterday, I think. So I'm sure there's going to be plenty of conversation this morning on, on, on the news cycle. Yeah. And he has come out to defend his video and say it's not racist and it's, you know, just the conservative viewpoint. And there's no room for conservatives in country music. Country music's driving out all the conservatives. And it's like, all right, he didn't exactly fly the rebel flag. But he shot a music video in front of a courthouse that's famous for having uh, been the site of a lynching, of a very yeah, public yeah. lynching. Um, he's using images that are obviously anti, the anti against the BLM movement, um, yep, vilifying, yep. you know, subtly vilifying the BLM movement. And I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen just yep, enough yep. of it, but. I did see one headline that said, it's the anthem white supremacists have been waiting for. <laughs> oh, joy. <laughs> well, you know, I growing up in Florida, uh, well, and first and foremost, if you look at the state flag of Florida, it's a rebel flag with, with stars and stuff missing, right? It's, if you just put them side by side, you'll easily see that. But, you know, Having grown up there and seen some things, and and there's a bunch of small towns in Florida that are just that way. They're entrenched into the so-called good old days, and now conservative, just like they, you know, they switch from saying black to urban. Right. Right now, conservative is almost synonymous with white power. However, you from any extremes, it doesn't necessarily mean somebody's in the KKK or white supremacist, but it is definitely a, uh, I think, a, a a rally cry or a stronghold for white privilege. Yeah, absolutely. I keep, I always go back to that question: What are they trying to conserve? <laughs> you you call yourself a conservative what are you trying to conserve you're trying to conserve an old way of life you're trying to conserve an old system and and i will call it a racist system that uh was directly related to keeping the black people black folk down yeah no yeah. question about it and and i'll tell you you know in my week here in my time here this week I have yet to meet or bump into, and you know, you're at a conference, you're staying at a hotel, you're going to a different store than you always go to, you, you're stopping at places you wouldn't normally stop just because you, you know, it's a convenience store or whatever. And the people of color have been generous, kind, fun to be around, happy for the most part. I mean, you know, you run into somebody's a little bummed out to be working at a Dunkin' Donuts at six in the morning sometimes, no matter what color they are. But for the most part, the colored folks, excuse me, the people of color are, are absolutely ecstatic to, to say hello and, and to connect and to 
and to welcome new people into their communities. It's all the white folk that got the grumpy look and the finger out the window because you're driving in a state without a state plates. And it's all, all the white folk that are the aggressive ones. So I think as Americans, we're at a place where decisions have to be made. And some really hard conversations have to be had. And one of those is that that old jackboot white supremacist bullshit don't work around here anymore. That stuff don't fly. No. Well, and, and I'll tell you what's going to be the great equalizer. Or, or it's shaping up to be the great equalizer. That weather. Boy, that weather putting some on us right now. <laughs> <laughs> And what's going to happen if, as this place keeps heating up, it, it, it all things will have to change. I mean, you know, often we talk about this how how it appears our leaders do not have a systemic thinking process. And so, sun is heating up. Russia is bombing grain storages in Ukraine, which feeds almost three-fourths if not more of the of, of the world population in, in lesser uh, industrial country, countries rather that's going to put a gigantic strain on the food supply with, i mean because you you can't grow crops in, in 120 degree weather right yeah very true i uh I, we had uh, yesterday afternoon was our off afternoon if you will and uh, so, yeah, we went down to the beach and went down to the water and they're reporting ocean temperatures here in the Fort Lauderdale and Miami area north of the 90 degree mark. And I walked into the ocean and it was like, well, this isn't refreshing at all. <laughs> this is just like being in a hot tub with a bunch of rowdy people and everything splashing all over the place. <laughs> like. This is supposed to help you cool off and be, feel refreshed. And uh, this is even warmer than the streets sometimes. It's, uh, it's, yeah. yeah. They said, uh, I saw a newscast yesterday. A guy was in Miami, a Boca Raton, a one, somewhere down there, Kivis Gang, one of them. And he said the ocean water was about 90 degrees in Florida. And, and and so and they're so looking they're at looking that, at knowing that, that the heat of the water affects dramatically hurricanes and their formation, how quickly they form, how strong they are once they form. And so they had originally, because it was a El Nino, I think, or La Nina, I forget which one it was, but whichever one it was, they had predicted that hurricanes would be a little less. But yeah. now, now, with this water temperature heating up, they have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, in, the, uh, in the Pacific, it's called El Nino. You folks may have heard that, that term around over the number of years now. But what it basically means is the Pacific Ocean heats up and a specific region, and that impacts all the weather patterns across North America. And they're saying the El Nino is going to continue into 2024, that this isn't, it isn't shrinking or slowing down. The way, you know, it's a, it's a uh, flexible thing. Sometimes the, the waters warm up, sometimes they cool down. It, it's, it, it works on a wave, uh, no pun intended there with the ocean reference. But uh, it, uh, 
but the heat isn't dropping in the Pacific. It's staying warm, changing our weather patterns, making North America warmer. And now we're getting it from the east side and the Atlantic Ocean as well is now warming up. And when I look at it, these are all these are all scenarios from those doomsday movies back in the 90s that when they were trying to warn us about what, what's yes, going to happen, yes. and now it is. And we're seeing, I saw yes, a map yes. today, this morning I saw a map of what Manhattan's going to look like in 2050 because of ocean level rises. And major portions of Manhattan that are now bustling neighborhoods will be underwater by 2050. And 2050, 2050 uh, my dear friends, my dear is not that far, not away. That far away. No. Right. No, right. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and so the question in my mind, or one of the questions becomes, how do we quit majoring in the minor i.e. talking about all these things and putting a whole lot of energy money and dollars and things that don't matter or matter very little compared to glacier ice is melting and it's going to not only increase the water volume it's going to uh give 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 the sun more water to heat up yep exactly and we're seeing increased amount of sunspot and sun activity that you know it used to be called the northern lights now we the technical term is the aurora borealis yes um, and it used to be that you had to go way north to see the northern lights i saw them a couple times when living in vermont as a younger man uh but uh, now they keep those northern lights keep inching further and further south, um, visible in numerous states across the United States in the past week or two, or, or in the past month at least. Um, mm -hmm. And it, like, what I think people don't realize is what that what that is is solar radiation. <laughs> those are intense solar radiation beams bombarding the planet earth and and just you know they're going to eventually we're going to be able to see aurora anywhere in the U u.s or north america and that doesn't isn't a good prescription to to balance out this global change no and and, and let's just be specific on what those rays are those are gamma rays coming from the sun and for and those of you who want a reference of what gamma, gamma rays do, uh, uh, just think to Hulk. Hulk became the, David Banner became the Hulk because his body got saturated with gamma rays and his uh, genomes just went differently. <laughs> and, so, and so imagine what that's doing now to us as those gamma rays you know look go go and look up gamma rays um and and, and look at how that spectrum of light and what gamma rays are and what it can do it says gamma rays come and can move through the earth and just the earth was not even there yeah so what you're saying is we're all going to end up green 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That'll get rid of the racism. We'll be all green. It won't matter. We'll be all green. It won't matter. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. But then, of course, you know, there's the, those dark forest greens versus those light, light limey colored greens that seafoam green and forest green just aren't the same. <laughs> and, you know, and f folks, we make light of all this stuff and we laugh at some of this stuff. And the truth is, I do. I laugh at some of this stuff because it seems so absurd. Yeah, it yeah. seems so absurd to me that in in 2023, we're still arguing, claiming that those of us with less melanin are better than those with more melanin. And that's the only place in the world I ever know that less is better than more, or at least how it's pushed. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, and... And what we know is new thought has part of the solution, I believe. New thought mm -hmm. can be that force for not just good, but a for force of positive change. If everyone on this planet that believes in the new thought philosophy were to direct their spiritual mind affirmative prayer work, towards the solution of these uh, experiences, toward, towards a, a better vision, a vision where we do understand we're one, a vision where we do work together, a vision where we let go of all this hatred and, and, and violence and racism and, and all this sense of separation, then we really do have the ability and the power to create a world that works for everyone. The trick is we got to stop waiting around for somebody to tell us how to do it and start doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and here's the key. I just thought about this. And I think this is a real key. I can say it that way. If each person on the planet did one thing each day to make a positive change, we would get a momentum that is moving in the direction that will we'll reverse or wipe away some of this stuff in such a time that before we knew it we would be in a better place yeah exactly and sometimes and, and that it can be very very easy uh i've shared this before i want to share it again it, in my younger years i thought that if you were wearing a name tag that was so I knew who to uh, to complain about if I didn't get what I wanted. If I went into a business, a restaurant, anything, and I saw a name tag, that was, I didn't pay attention to the name on the tag unless you did something wrong, unless you did something I didn't like, unless you, I thought you were slighting me or rude or didn't serve me well. Then I took notice of your name tag so I knew who to complain about. Now, I look at it a whole different way. Because when you think about it, nothing warms a person's heart quicker. Nothing makes them smile quicker than using their name. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. I appreciate you helping me out with my breakfast this morning. Thank you, Maria. I so appreciate the fact that you're cleaning my room. Thank you. Th and when we come from that place of gratitude and we do the little things like paying attention to who somebody is, 
letting them know that we see them, letting them know that we hear them, letting them know that they belong, letting them know that we are grateful and appreciative for who they are, that changes lives. Mm -hmm. So this doesn't have to be a big, huge thing. Just start calling people by their name. Start sharing, start expressing, I am so grateful that you're here to watch my car today or that you held open the door for me or that you helped get my groceries off the shelf and into the basket and off the basket and through the checkout and into my car, whatever it may be. Uh, let I, I think if we really empower the prayer of gratitude more, uh, we can make these changes happen even more quickly. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and I, think I think a lesson, lesson to be learned, learned is that, that as you say, back in the late 80s, early 90s, 90s people, people were screaming, screaming global, global warming is coming, global, global warming is coming, right? right. And everybody, everybody pooed it. And yeah. now, you know, yeah. 40, 40 years, years later, later, it's here. It's here. It's here. And, and so, so what are we going to do about the about other things about, about destruction, destruction that we're people are forecasting that we're not paying attention? Yep. Now, I saw an interesting piece by uh, Marianne Williamson recently. And uh, let's do our disclaimers. We love Marianne Williamson. She, yes, she is running for president. No, we are not recommending, we are not telling you who to vote for. Uh, we're just simply looking at some of what she's been sharing. And one of the things she shared was that uh, there, in our lifetime, we have seen an election that was stolen. It wasn't the 2020 election that was stolen. It was the election that was stolen from Al Gore. And it, her point was that as Americans, we missed out on the best opportunity we had to avert the impending climate disaster. Mm -hmm. we, had, we had a world-class environmentalist. We had someone that understood the problem, that could see into the future, that had a vision on how to avert all of this, how, how to make changes that many... What, 30, almost 30 years now, I guess it was. I'm mm -hmm. trying to remember what year that election was, actually. Um, so we had, at the tip of our, our tongues, as it were, the best person on the planet, perhaps, to help avert this, this crisis that we face. And, uh, and that election was stolen. And... We now know that in in retrospect in history we know there it was nefarious. The whole thing was crooked, and again now we're paying the price for it. So now you know. And what do you do when you get into crisis? You get down on your knees and you pray. Now, we're not we're not the type to get down on our knees and beg and beseech. But if anything, now is the time we've got to activate this movement in a prayer for the healing of our planet. Yeah. And Florida was the, was the culprit in that stolen yes. election with the hanging chairs. Yes. 
maybe <laughs> and they're getting their payback and run DeSantis. <laughs> yes. I will tell you that. Uh, I haven't met anybody yet down here that really likes that man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Now, again, I'm not exactly hanging out with the rebel flag flying conservative white supremacist group down here either. I'm hanging with a lot of progressive, positive people. Uh, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's, uh, you know, we are the progressives and we are the positive ones. So uh, looking at it from that perspective. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, you know, again, people say, we talked about this this week, why did a major New Thought organization like INTA come to Florida in the midst of all of this? And people have actually asked the organization that at a higher level. And I think the answer is simple. We have got to come and support people in the places where they're being oppressed. If we don't, who will? Yeah. I, I don't see the Red Cross coming down here trying trying to do anything, trying to send a positive vibe or build a positive message or lead for, as a positive demonstration of what can what can happen. I don't see any of the other NGOs coming down here to try to do anything, but I do see new thought organizations standing up and saying hey, we can be a guiding voice and we are a guiding voice in how this can look differently and how this can be different. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and again, again if each if one of us, us did, did one, one good thing, thing every, every day, day, we would see momentum changing. Yep. Well, there it is, folks. There, there's, our, there's our call to action, if you will. Go out and do one good thing today. Do one good thing today. Do one good thing tomorrow. Do one good thing the day after that. Keep making it a habit. Make it a spiritual practice. What's the good thing I want to do today? And, and pick your topic. What's the good thing I can do to end homelessness? What's the good thing I can do to end sexual harassment and abuse? What's the good thing I can do today to, uh, to heal the sense of separation that leads to gun violence? What's the one good thing I can do today to just let people know it's okay to be okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go do yeah, good. <laughs> go do good. There we go. We, that, go do good. That's a t-shirt. Somebody, somebody print that up. And if you do, send me one. Send LZ a one too. Because <laughs> we're going to do good. We're going to do good. Exactly. Hey, speaking of doing good, folks, there's a lot of good coming up here on New Thought Media Network today. Uh, in just a few moments, uh, Be Your Own Hero with Sekou Rights. Morning prayers are at 8.15 Mountain Time. Red Melissa with the morning sip. Emma Moreno with our Spanish language programming. Spanish prayers at 9.30, practicing the infinite possibilities. Uh, with Lindsay Leibach is at 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be back with the good news at 5 o'clock tonight with Reverend Barbara Schreiner Trudell sitting in for me. And uh, Reverend, Michael, Pastor, Reverend Pastor Michael Mangus will be with us with the fireside chat at 6. It is a full day of broadcasting here on New Thought Media Network. We want to thank you for being a part of this network. Thank you for being a part of what we do here. If you'd like to support what we're doing, please head on over to the website, www.ntmedia.org. 
click on the donate button and uh, whether it's a monthly donation or a one-time donation uh, your dollars go a long long way to helping us spread this message and share this empowering philosophy across the planet if you have a story you'd like us to cover or something you'd like us to talk about you can always send us an email ministertalk at ntmedia.org that's going across the bottom of your screen right now all right before we get out of here z any final thoughts hey um each one teach one how to do well or do good as they say yes <laughs> and i'm gonna double down go do good yeah yeah just go do good all right, folks, we're out of here for now. We'll be back again next Friday with more Ministers Talking Shit. Until then, thank you for being you, and we wish you peace and richest blessings. Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our sh** with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.